Hey everybody, welcome to Cosmic Conversations. The topic of today's episode is masculinity, which right off the bat is kind of a triggering discussion. So what I'd like to do over the next few minutes is to break down the concept of masculinity as a cultural framework and propose new memes for the basic ideas that represent manhood. I'll also be joined for a conversation with a very special guest to me later on, so please stick around for that. And with that said, let's have a conversation. We can discern a lot about a specific culture's perspectives on gender by how men and women are represented in the media of whatever time period we are considering. In the 50s United States, the quintessential representation of manhood could be found in actors like John Wayne, Charlton Heston, and Rock Hudson. Actors who embodied what white America thought a man should strive to be. Since then, of course, the culture has shifted, and the notion of men as strong and emotionless and independent has not necessarily faded away, but become much less popular amongst a generation of young men who are now more than ever willing to accept alternative ideas of masculinity. Gender is a construct, thus manhood is a construct, a role that we play based on our perceptions of ourselves and others, which is important to understand when working to build a new model for young men to base their own identities. Cruelness and coldness and aloofness are not necessary aspects of a healthy sense of self. So my guest today is somebody very important to me in my development as a man. Someone whose ideas form the basic foundations of my own identity. And that person is my dad. I have a very special guest here with me today on the show. Somebody who I liked to have on, I wanted to have on, um, because the topic is masculinity. Uh, and, and when we're developing our, our personalities, when we're developing who we are, um, uh, our parents play a big role in that, I think. E e even if they're not there uh, with us, they, they still influence us uh, in many different ways, psychologically, you know, mentally, emotionally. Uh, so my guest today is is my dad. Again, the reason I wanted to have him on is because he, he, he is one of the architects of my personality, but also because I think that raising children gives you a very specific perspectives on, a very specific perspective on on people, uh, on raising men. It, it teaches you how to have a certain kind of masculinity to reflect that kind of masculinity. Uh, so how many how many kids... Uh, say hi first, I guess. Tell oh, everybody. Hello. <laughs> uh, how many kids do you have, Dad? Uh, I have five kids, uh, two boys, and three girls. Gotcha, gotcha. Have you... Have you have you enjoyed being a parent? What What are the things that you taught, or what are the things that you learned as a parent that you don't think you could have learned in any other way? Uh, how to it's, share myself, that's for sure. Okay. Uh, initially, you know, you're always, it's just about yourself, me, yeah. myself, and I. Right. And when you had kids, suddenly that goes away. Not for everybody, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> There's some people that, you know, just can't work it out to raise kids. But right, right. You, I guess generally thinking is all of a sudden you're thinking about more than yourself right 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 do you think that's something you've carried on into teaching boys is obvi obviously you've raised two men uh both of which are at least decent people uh to the extent they're not like you always say not murderers or drug addicts or any of that stuff so in that way you succeeded w what do you think that are the things that you taught my brother and i that that you had to learn yourself or you know what i mean like what what, what are things that you you liked to carry over in your own manhood Oh, God, that's a hard one. Um, you know what? I really never had any expectations as far as what 
they were going to become. Right. I had uh, wishes and dreams and hopes. Right. Uh, right. I wanted them to respect work. Right. That, that understandably, the masculine uh, ideals that I have when I was a child is the man works. Right. Uh, so I wanted them to understand that work is important, but not even just for themselves, but for their family if right. they decide to have a family. But yeah, that is one of the things that a man has to work. So, uh, so you, so, so this is something that you learned early on that you thought was important. Where did you, where do you think you learned this well, idea? Uh, you know what? I didn't learn it at home because I didn't have a father figure around. Right. But I learned it through uh, television, to be honest, watching the old shows, Father Knows Best, right. Danny Thomas Show, yeah. My Three Sons. The man went to work. Do you think not having a father uh, influenced you in, in that way and in showing you that you wanted to be responsible? Yeah, in fact, that's exactly what it was. Uh, not having a father figure around, I envisioned and dreamed of the kind of father I wanted to be. The kind mm-hmm. of father I wish I had. Yeah. I wanted a father who would uh, come uh, come to my sports games. My father who would teach me things. Right. right. Uh, obviously, I sort of fell short in certain things because, to be honest, <laughs> a lot of fathers, you know, they teach their ch- uh, kids uh, vocations. Right. You know, <laughs> and I never had that ability. Um, yeah. No vocational business in which to pass on. Right. Right. But I did teach them about how important work was. Right. 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 And right. The way I did that primarily was by going to work every day. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you've you've always told me that story about going or leaving work early. Can you can you talk a little bit about that? Oh yeah, yeah. When when uh, I did it for specifically my older kids. Well, I didn't play but, sports, so uh, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, that's true. And by the time you were probably playing sports, I had Saturdays yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Initially, back in back in the day, I I was a mail carrier, and they right. worked Monday through Friday, Saturday. Right. So right, basically, right, right. on Saturdays they deliver mail. Yeah. And if you're familiar with youth sports, doesn't matter which sex male or female th- things happen on saturdays right yeah so what i would do is is uh when i was a mail carrier I'd, I'd run my route and then go coach my coach the sports team that my child was on yeah uh obviously i you know have my male uniform on i take, <laughs> take off the shirt and uh and if it was an early game i'd you know go run maybe an hour's worth of the route and then go do a coach for two hours yeah and then finish yeah, the yeah. mail running the rest of the day if it was an afternoon game i'd run the route early and then in the afternoon go do the game right. and then go go home go back to work and tell at them the that end you of the day, at the end of the day now obviously this you know i could have gotten in trouble for it right you know right but it was clearly worth it to you. It, oh yeah, it was. It was very worth it to me yeah. to be there to, and you know, which I didn't say earlier. To me, the best thing any father could be is be there for their child. Right. You know, it doesn't yeah. have to. It doesn't have to. I mean, it's better if you. I had the ability because of my childhood. I knew how to play sports. Right. Every sport. Yeah. So I became coach and all this other stuff. Right. And that way, I did that on purpose, really, because I I wanted to make sure that my kids were safe. And the only real way you could do that. Is by doing it yourself. Right, right, right. So is that is that kind of uh, is that is that the the most important message you think you'd like to share with with men coming of age that they have to be there for the people they care about? Like, right. I mean, generally. Yeah, yeah, and I and, and I to me that's a masculine thing. Yeah. Because women, okay, I remember I'm in, I'm old school. <laughs> right. Women are always there. Yeah. Okay. The men were always going to work, but the ones who really, in my opinion, affect the the child best yeah. is the ones who are there that's that's you know, fair that's they fair. take their time for sports and everything yeah. you don't have to be the head coach right. you could be assistant mm-hmm. you could do something anything i right, think that's right, the right. biggest message i can give 
cool. So uh, we'll we'll be wrapping up in a second. Uh, this show this show is kind of uh, it's framed around ideas, right? Uh, about about expressing new ideas and new forms, uh, or in in new ways and as clear as possible. Um, so before I go, uh, you know, the, you're the one who taught me how to respect ideas and how to how to cultivate new thoughts and that kind, of, how to think properly. Uh, so there are there any ideas that you've learned in your 66 years that you think are important that people should hear before we go? Okay, to be to be open, you have to be open. You okay. cannot. One of the things I, I taught all my kids is that you know they are all Catholics, Roman Catholics, but I also told them read read uh, the Torah, read the yeah. read all the read the book of, book of Mormon, yeah, yeah. you know, read the Siddhartha, which, which, because right. religious beliefs you have to learn to make good decisions. Right, right, if right. your if your beliefs are based on one thing. Right. And you're actually denying yourself the, the, the knowledge that's important which, to make good decisions. Which worked for everybody, I think, except for me, because I'm not a Christian anymore. <laughs> Although, don't tell mom. <laughs> not, not yet. Not yet. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. I, <laughs> at this point, I'm not a Christian. I guess I guess if things change, but that's not doesn't seem like it's going to happen anytime soon. But uh, uh, Yeah, but I mean, like your sister you know, became more... This show is first and foremost about ideas, about acknowledging the past and moving forward to develop a better, more perfect world for all of us. But we can't fix the world unless we are willing to fix ourselves. And in order to do that, we have to be able to look within and understand why we are the way we are. And herein lies the reason why I chose to have my dad on today. Well, for one, it's my show and I can do whatever the fuck I want. But also I believe only in understanding his relationship with his own manhood can I begin to understand my own complex relationship with my own masculinity. The consequences of maintaining the status quo are clear. Consider the rate at which men are committing suicide. According to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, in 2018, men were 3.5 times as likely to commit suicide than women, and white men specifically accounted for 69.67% of suicide deaths. That's not just a statistic, that's a trend. But to only consider this from the white male perspective would be irresponsible. Consider the millions of women across the country who are forced to suffer at the hands of men who aren't willing to get help with their emotional issues, who would rather punch a hole in the drywall than talk about their vulnerabilities. Consider the incredibly high rate of mass shootings in this country, a vast majority of which are carried out by white men. The penalty for doing nothing is much higher than this country can afford. Now to be clear, I'm not suggesting we abandon masculinity as a concept, just that we need to establish a new cultural framework for how men handle their emotions. A redefining of the word masculine away from the unhealthy mental attitudes of the past. A recontextualization of manhood as a gender for the modern era. Thank you for listening to Cosmic Conversations. Please like and subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Breaker. And as always, stay weird.